Thank you, Carl Henrik, and thank you for your leadership and support over the last year. Our non-executive directors have a wide range of experience, not only in energy, but areas such as safety, engineering, and finance. And as a management team, we greatly appreciate their scrutiny and expertise. I also want to thank and add a personal welcome to all of you and to say thank you for sticking with BP through the past couple of years. It has been a challenging period. We've continued to apply the lessons from the Deepwater Horizon accident. And we've continued to make BP fit for the future, strong enough to grasp the new opportunities we face and wise enough to manage the risks that brings with them. As Carl Henrik has said, BP continues to learn the lessons of 2010 and continues to make changes to enhance our systems and processes and our ability to operate safely and effectively. Let's look at the company that we are today. All our BP operations, with the exception of those recently acquired, apply a single operating standard. Our upstream has undergone the biggest change in 20 years by moving from a series of local businesses to global teams that apply global standards, whether that's in Aberdeen, Angola, or Azerbaijan. We put in place new checks and balances, largely through a new team of safety experts who work alongside our business leaders and they can intervene if necessary. We've reviewed the company's performance and reward system. We reward safety and teamwork alongside financial and operating outcomes. And we launched a new set of values and a refreshed code of conduct. We are a smaller company today, but we're also a stronger one. And we continue to invest boldly in what we do best. At the same time, we are divesting assets that are less strategic or competitive. When I spoke to you last year, those changes were just beginning. Today, they've mostly been made. Then we were largely focused on stabilizing the ship. Today, we've set a course and we're moving forward with increasing speed. We've made progress by focusing on three simple priorities. Striving for continuous improvement in safety and risk management, Second, earning back trust. And third, growing value for our shareholders by playing to BP's strengths. Today, I'm going to divide my remarks into two sections. First, looking back on how we drove those priorities of safety, trust, and value in 2011, and then looking ahead to the way we plan to further drive them in the next three years. And as I'm looking forward, I have to show you this cautionary legal statement that essentially points out what you already know is the future is always uncertain. Now, looking back in 2011, much of our focus was on laying the foundations for a stronger and a safer BP. A major structural change was the establishment of a new corporate safety team, our safety and operational risk management organization. We call it SNOR and BP. The leader of SNOR reports directly to me and the organization has two clear roles. First, it has a central team of experts who design and maintain the group standards. These standards are kept under review and they are updated often in light of information from the field and progress in technology. Secondly, SNOR has hundreds of deployed staff who work alongside the people who manage and run our operations in rigs and refineries and other plants. They're not part of the line business management. 
They're independent, and their remit is to provide advice and also challenge. They need to approve appointments of safety-critical staff, for example. And if they believe that an operation needs to stop, then it stops. And last year, there was continued progress. We had fewer days away from work injuries. We had fewer recordable injuries, fewer losses of primary containment, such as spills and leaks. But we are anything but complacent. Safety is a never-ending journey of learning, improvement, and it will always be good business. Last year, we restructured our upstream business into three global divisions of exploration, developments, and projects, production. This allows us to establish and propagate our standards globally, more simply, so that, for example, we have a standardized BP drilling and wells operation globally. This organization change was the biggest change in the upstream business in a very long time. Also in 2011, we carried out a very large number of turnarounds, which is where you take an asset out of service for a major maintenance overhaul. We carried out 47 turnarounds in the upstream in 2011, which was an unprecedented number for us. Let me move on to the subject of trust. I believe that trust comes from doing what you say you're going to do, and this is how we've sought to act in the Gulf of Mexico. From the very beginning, we stepped up to our commitments to the communities in the region, and we've worked hard to deliver on those commitments now for nearly two years. Our guiding principle was not to do the minimum, as required by law, but to do the right thing. We've continued to devote people and resources to that area, and we are seeing recovery. The beaches are open, and 2011 was a great year for tourism. And independent studies have shown that the Gulf seafood is safe. In February, we achieved an important milestone in the legal proceedings when we reached a proposed settlement with the Plaintiff's Steering Committee, which represented thousands of people who have brought claims from the Gulf Coast region. BP has estimated that that proposed agreement will cost around $7.8 billion and will resolve the substantial majority of legitimate economic loss and medical claims. Aside from that, BP has spent more than $22 billion towards meeting its commitments in the Gulf, including more than $8 billion already paid to individuals, businesses, and government entities, as well as around $14 billion spent on the operational response. Another way in which we build trust is to be consistent all over the world. So last year, the management team spent a lot of time discussing the values we wanted BP to exhibit every day. Rather than coming up with textbook examples, we came up with five simple personal qualities that we believe the company stands for. And they're safety, respect, excellence, courage, and acting as one team. These are more than just words. They are how we work. The values are built into our performance management system and our reward systems. As of last year, BP's people are now paid not only on their contributions to business results, it's obviously important, but on their contributions to safety and risk management and behaviors that exhibit our values. Turning from personal and corporate values to shareholder value, 2011 was a solid year. 
both in terms of in-year performance and in positioning BP for the years ahead. We had an outstanding year for access to new acreage. As the chairman said, we were awarded 55 licenses in 2011 alone, making a total of 84 licenses in 12 countries since October 2010. We also saw good progress in our operations, and the large number of turnarounds and temporary cessation in the Gulf of Mexico activity did affect our production. But in October, as in many of our operations, came back on stream production started to rise again and increased by 5% or 170,000 barrels per day between the third and the fourth quarters. Also in October, we received our first permit since 2010 to drill a new well in the Gulf of Mexico, where we now have five big rigs up and running. In the downstream, performance kept improving, and the business ended the year with a record underlying pre-tax profit of $6 billion. And in the alternative energy business, we focused our activity on biofuels and wind, the two areas where we believe we can build substantial businesses. And we invested for growth, acquiring new ethanol businesses in Brazil and taking the total number of wind turbines in the U.S. to over 1,000. Our headline profit for the full year was $23.9 billion and that compares to a loss of $4.9 billion in 2010. This enabled us to increase the dividend by 14%, as the chairman has said, and that's the first rise since we resumed paying a dividend a year ago. <laughs> Must be a plane. <laughs> so I'll speak up. So now let's look ahead to the rest of 2012 and the years beyond that. Once again, I'll look at it through the lenses of safety, trust, and value. In safety and risk management, as I mentioned, we have renewed our foundations that are focusing on three big principles to drive continuous improvement. First is strong safety leadership. With leaders now in the company spending more and more time in the field and maintaining a culture of great sensitivity to risk. The second is to ensure we use our operating management system to its full potential, and we use it to continue to drive safe operations and continuous improvement everywhere. And third is a principle of checks and balances. Inspections, audits, checks by line managers, by SNOR, and even by external accessors. Admiral Bowman is on our board, reminds us of a famous statement by Admiral Rickover, he said, you get what you inspect, not what you expect. It's one of our principles of driving our actions. And in terms of trust, we will continue to meet our commitments to the Gulf of Mexico region, and we continue to fund restoration and research projects across the Gulf. Our business in the U.S. is important, where we have 23,000 employees. We will also getting louder. Must be the uh, Docklands light railway back there. We will also continue to play an active part in society everywhere we work. So here in Britain, for example, we employ more than 15,000 people. And we've increased our graduate recruits by 50% this year in the UK. And our commitment remains strong to the North Sea. 
And we're now planning to invest a further 10 billion pounds with our partners over the next five years, and this should provide 3,000 more jobs. And we also help build skills for future generations, and our Schools Link program has linked four BP employees to local schools now for more than 40 years, and we've got strong partnerships with the leading universities in Britain and around the world. This year, of course, we are making a particular contribution to the UK as the official oil and gas partner for the London Olympics and the Paralympic Games. We will provide advanced fuels and engine oils for the over 5,000 official vehicles. We will help all ticketed spectators offset their carbon footprints as they travel to the Games. So let's turn from sporting competition to business competition. How is BP going to compete in the years to come? You may have seen we've laid out a very straightforward 10-point plan to grow value in the BP. The plan includes five things that you can expect from BP and five things you can measure. I'm going to take you through them briefly. The first point, as you would expect, is that we will continue to have a relentless focus on safety and risk management. You can expect that. The second point is, as Carl Hendricks said, we will play to our strengths. BP is what is known as a super major, a global energy company with operations all along the energy supply chain. But each stage of the chain is becoming more complex, and we need to focus on BP's distinctive strengths. And we're investing in those strengths in those parts of the value chain. And that chain starts with expiration. We're good at finding oil and gas. And we also have strengths in managing deep water operations, giant fields, and gas value chains. We have a world-class downstream business, and we have some industry-leading technologies. And we have strong relationships around the world. And we would not have lasted over a century without those. We're now investing in the strengths in those strengths, and we are divesting other areas. For example, we are investing in exploration but divesting mature oil and gas fields that other companies can specialize in. Those areas include the Southern North Sea and some fields in the Gulf of Mexico. We're investing in refineries that are well-positioned and well-configured, such as the Whiting Refinery in the Midwest of the U.S., but we are divesting those refineries that are less well-positioned or configured. The principle is to prioritize value over volume and quality over quantity. We're exploring in four main deep water areas, the Gulf of Mexico, the North Sea, North Africa, the South Atlantic, Southeast Asia, and Australasia. It's actually more than four. We have gas value chains around the world, shipping gas from Trinidad to Europe and from Indonesia to China, and most recently from the Indonesian Ocean to customers in India with our repartners in Reliance Industries. Giant fields under BP's operation include one called, we have colorful names in the oil and gas industry, includes the Mad Dog Field in the Gulf of Mexico, the Clare Field in the North Sea, Rumela which is Iraq's biggest field, Tangu in Indonesia, and Shah Deniz in the Caspian Sea. These are some of the largest fields in the world. We're investing for quality in our downstream businesses, for example, in that major upgrade of the Whiting Refinery in the U.S.
Technology is being used in support of safety and value creation. One current example is the system of wireless corrosion monitors that's being deployed in our refineries to monitor pipes and valves. Moving back to the 10-point plan, point three is that we will be stronger and more focused. And this comes about largely through the strengthening and focusing of our portfolio. Point four is that we will be simpler and more standardized. And that's what you're seeing with the new SNOR organization and the new upstream structure to drive standards throughout BP. We've also promised to give shareholders more visibility of the value of our business, and we are delivering on that promise. So, for example, in our four-year results, we reported separate figures for three parts of our business in the downstream. So we've separated out the value coming from fuels, from lubricants, and chemicals. And we have now separated out for you to see the results more clearly of TNKBP in Russia. Turning to what you can measure, we have pledged that active portfolio management will continue. And in 2012, we will continue to strengthen the portfolio. And we'll do that through a series of divestments, which will total, we believe, $38 billion through the end of this year, from beginning in 2010. The expected total of announcements divestments today stands at around $23 billion. Point seven is that we plan to bring on stream new upstream projects with unit, higher unit cash margins. In fact, we expect to see 15 new projects coming on stream in the next three years with margins that are around double the existing average of our portfolio, if we assume a $100 barrel uh, contribution. Having a stronger portfolio with higher margins means we will create more cash. And our goal is to generate 50% more operating cash by 2014, working on assumptions again of $100 a barrel. The full details of these assumptions and calculations are in the annual report of accounts. Point nine of the plan relates to how we use that cash. So the plan is to reinvest half of that in the portfolio of assets that we have so it gets stronger all the time and to use the other half for other purposes, such as distributions to our shareholders or paying down debt. All of that requires financial discipline and a strong balance sheet. And we aim to keep the gearing level of the company in the lower half of the 10 to 20% range. So that's the 10-point plan in summary. But what can you expect to see year by year? This is what we showed to investors when we presented our results in February. You can expect 2012 to be a year of milestones as we invest around $22 billion in good projects. We plan to start up six new projects this year, and we plan to have eight big rigs running on BP-operated fields or exploration work in the Gulf of Mexico. We plan to deliver $2 billion in underlying downstream performance improvement compared to 2009. And we also expect to complete our payments into the Gulf of Mexico Trust Fund this year. Then in 2013 and 2014, as investment continues, you should expect to see greater financial momentum coming through in our operations. A further nine new projects are planned to start up with strong cash margins in 13 and 14.
the upgrade at the Whiting refinery is planned to come on stream in 2013. And the divestments are expected to reach that $38 billion number that I mentioned. All of this means that by 2014, we can expect to see that approximate 50% increase in operating cash flow over 2011. I think this is just the beginning of the next chapter in BP's history. And that chapter will bring its own opportunities and challenges. Our analysts set out in our energy outlook to 2030, and I think this is an amazing slide. It says a lot about our industry, says a lot about where the future is going in the world. It says that energy demand in all forms is set to increase by up to 40% by 2030. It's mainly driven by growth in the emerging economies. The world is going to need new sources of energy supply in all forms. And that is why BP is investing across the spectrum of energy types. From Brazilian ethanol to natural gas in Indonesia to Canadian heavy oil. The energy of the future will be a mix of hydrocarbons and alternatives. It's a mix that constantly evolves as we make this long wavelength transition to a lower carbon economy. And we are acting to make BP fit for that future. For example, we advocate carbon pricing and we assure that our projects can be competitive in a world where carbon is priced by factoring in the cost of carbon when we look at a business case. So I hope that you leave here today clearly appreciating how BP has changed. We've come through a major crisis and the company has been tested to the limit. We have a very clear plan for our future and yours as shareholders. Time prevents me from going into more detail, but I do encourage you to pick up the information you'll be offered as you leave. Uh, read the articles and reports on what BP is doing around the world. It's all about safety, trust, and value. In terms of safety, we put in place new structures, standards, expertise. In terms of trust, we are meeting our commitments in the U.S., and we're attaining the confidence of governments, customers, and investors around the world. In terms of value, we are on course to build our business and reward our shareholders by playing to our strengths. I do want to record my thanks to BP's people, without whom this progress would not have been possible. And as I said at the start, we are deeply grateful to all of you for supporting BP. Without your support, we would not be here today. But thanks to your support, we plan to be here tomorrow and for many years to come. And thank you very much.